Release date September 2nd, 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TBD Sportscast with your host, my name's Joey. And I'm Mason. Welcome back to another episode of TBD Sportscast College Football. This episode is entitled It's Time. College football is officially back this week. We're super excited. We saw the game last night between West Virginia and Pitt, and what a great one it was. But, you know, we got a lot of great games this week. So, honestly, we're just going to jump right into it. It's an exciting time, and we're just excited for college football to be back. For sure. So, going to go ahead and start off with our game of the week. It, it could literally be none other than the most hated bowl, the number five Notre Dame Irish versus number two Ohio State Buckeyes Saturday at Ohio State. This is at 7.30 p.m. Uh, I think... I think I'm going to let you take this one first because uh, I think this game is going to be interesting and I just want to hear your thoughts on it. I mean, like you said, this is probably the most hated bowl uh, for this podcast because it has the two teams that this podcast beats up the most with Notre <laughs> Dame and Ohio State. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, though. Um, with the looks of it, you know, Ohio State has a great offense coming into it. And their defense seems to get, be getting better. Meanwhile, Notre Dame, there's a lot of question marks. They do have a lot of a lot of guys coming back, but with a whole new coaching, I mean, how are they going going to adjust? Um, are they going to stick to the two quarterback system? Like, what is going to happen with Notre Dame? And to be honest with you, for the past few years, there was no way that Notre Dame could ever match up to Ohio State. I think it still goes to that into this game. Um, I, I don't see a way that Ohio State loses this. I mean, if either t- if if it were possible for both teams to lose, I'd be happy. But I think Ohio State's winning this. And that's a pick that I totally understand. I will say, though, on a lot of the college football pages – that I've been following a lot of people, especially Ohio state fans have been saying that Ohio state is going to beat Notre Dame, you know, like 42 to 21, something outrageous. I I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be closer than that. I mean, you got Michael Mayer star tight end on Notre Dame. Uh, you got a quarterback system that, that I feel like is going to work well. The defense has really been a lot better at Notre Dame in the past few years. I mean, they, you know, got destroyed by Alabama in the last playoff game they were in. But also something to look at, too. Last year, we said that there was, or you said, I picked Oregon, but last year you said that there was no way that Oregon was going to be able to come into the shoe and defeat Ohio State. And I picked it, and it happened. So with that being said, I'm still going to go with Ohio State winning this game. I don't think Notre Dame can pull it off, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people are thinking. I think at least a touchdown, uh, but I think it's going to be closer than people are thinking. I think Ohio State by a touchdown. I think Notre Dame's defense is really good. And the other thing with Ohio State, too, is their defense is good, too. They hired Jim Knowles from Oklahoma State to come in and be their defensive coordinator, and they saw a problem that was an issue last year, and and they fixed it. And we'll see if that is going to come to fruition or not, Uh, but... I, th- I think that Ohio State does end up winning this game for sure. So uh, so now we're just going to move straight into our big week one games. So starting off on Saturday, we have number 11, Oregon, at number three, Georgia. The Chick-fil-A kickoff game in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta at 3.30 p.m. Well, it's a game that I'm excited for. Obviously, me being a huge Georgia fan, I, I I love Georgia. I've been excited about this game literally since I heard they were playing in the middle of last season when they released the schedule for this year. 
So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, but I mean, I'm going to go ahead and make my pick. Georgia by two touchdowns. Uh, the FPI is 91%, and you know, like we said about West Virginia and Pitt on Thursday, the FPI usually is wrong. I think it's I think it's pretty correct in favor of Georgia, giving them 91% to win this game. I I think they pull it out against the Ducks. I think, you know, we're talking about Bo Nix and being under a different coaching staff, and we'll see what that looks like as he is a graduate transfer. Uh, But our defense knows what his playing style looks like. He's never beaten Georgia. So I think that he stays where he is and he doesn't beat Georgia. Something else I'd like to tackle, too, is that a lot of people have said that Georgia's defense won't be as good as last year, and that is 100% true. We had a star defense last year like insanely talented. We lost a lot of talent, but the other thing is we also gained a lot of talent. Nolan Smith is still here. We have Michael Evans. We're, we're going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Uh, but yeah, defense definitely won't be as good as last year, but we'll be fine. I also feel like it's unfair because it's still in Georgia in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Um, I don't know how that happened or who picked that, but yeah, I, I I don't know either. It's like I feel like Georgia's always in this Chick Fil A kickoff nowadays, which is always in Georgia. It, I, I have my opinions on that, but yeah, like you said, Bo Nix being the starter at uh, Oregon this year, I'm honestly really excited about that. I mean, Bo Nix, I love the guy. I love his play style. He hasn't been the best. I mean, he wasn't the best last season, um, but you know, he does have great upside, um, but. Yeah, you addressed it. I mean, a 91 and a half, basically a 92% FPI going in Georgia's favor. I mean, the money line is in Georgia's favor, but they're saying seven, 17 points by 17 points. I don't know about that. I'm thinking it's going to be a lot closer. I, I, I'll go ahead and say that I think Georgia's going to win this, but I feel like Oregon can keep it a little bit closer than what everybody's expecting, especially because it's the first game of the season. You're getting a lot of new new looks. Um, Oregon having a new coaching staff as well. Somebody who looks very familiar to the Georgia Bulldogs. So I'm interested to see how he changes up the system. See if Oregon gets a defense finally, as well as keeping the progressive, very talented offense that they've had for years past. Um, but I do think Georgia wins this, but I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be 17 points. I think it's going to be... I think it could be within a touchdown, honestly. I am excited to see how Will Muschamp changes up the defensive play calling and play style just because Dan Lanning, the new head coach at Oregon, who was our DC last year, knows our play style and knows our calling style. So I'm excited to see how he tries to wrap the the offense up around our new defensive scheme. I am also worried, though, because last year in the opener, now Georgia played Clemson in the opener in Charlotte. And the thing about that was the the offense really scared me because they couldn't get anything going. But the other thing was it was the two best defenses in college football facing off against each other. So I don't think I should be as worried about that as I am as far as the offense getting started because Oregon is not a top two defense. But but I, I hope that Stetson really shows up and shows out because if he doesn't, I, I, there is definitely a possibility we could lose this game if not. But this this man just won a national championship against, you know, a rebuilding year Alabama as Saban called it, even though it really wasn't because they were really, really good last year and won the SEC championship and destroyed us in the SEC championship and then got destroyed themselves in the national championship. Not here to talk about that, but 
just just something to say. You know, Stetson Bennett, he gets a lot of slack, but I mean, he delivers. He really does. They call him the mailman for a reason. He delivers. So moving on from that game, though, now we're going to talk about our next game, number 23, Cincinnati, and number 19, Arkansas, at 3.30 p.m. Uh, another out-of-conference matchup, another ranked matchup, nonetheless. We got a lot of ranked matchups in week one, which is pretty intense. I feel like it's just the magic of the preseason rankings, though. I feel like a big thing that they also put into focus and into light is who's like who's matching up first, and then let's put together these rankings real quick, you know. But um, Arkansas versus Cincinnati, man. I mean, I didn't think this was going to be. Do you, do you think this is going to be close? I don't know. I mean, you know, Cincinnati doesn't have Desmond Ritter anymore. Arkansas still has KJ Jefferson. It's an SEC team. We see what happens when AC eight. We see what happens when AAC teams match up against SEC teams. So I'm going to go Arkansas. I think that Arkansas rebuilt, and Luke Fickle is still having some going to have some trouble replacing Desmond Ritter just because he was so talented. Uh, we'll see what happens. But I think I think Arkansas. Cincinnati is also missing out on the sauce, bro. I mean, their best cornerback. Oh, yeah, Sauce Gardner, yep. The best, yeah, the the best, the best cornerback, honestly, in the league last last season, actually hit all four years. I mean, not allowing a single touchdown is absolutely incredible. Uh, and he's doing the same in the NFL right now. But, I mean, after losing all the talent that they lost to the draft this past season, this past offseason, I don't see how Cincinnati beats Arizona. I think Arizona has a lot of returning talent as well. And that's a hot take. I mean, and they have their coaching staff. Their coaching staff is, I mean, they've proven to be insane after last season. I mean, some of the games they should have won, but they took some risky calls. Um, so I, I think Arkansas wins that, man, by, by, by a long shot. Wow. And that's a, that's a really good call. And I will say, as far as the AP goes, like making the preseason, they are quick to change it, right? I mean, last year after Georgia beat Clemson, we went from five to two, and a lot of people were like, ah, they'll go to four, maybe three, and they put us in two, and I think that's where we deserve to be. And, you know, I, I as far as the AP preseason goes, like, yeah, we hate it. It sucks. Writers got to write. You know, fans got to talk. But they they do fix it when, when it's supposed to be. And we don't always agree with the call, but, but you know, they gave us – sometimes what we need so moving on from that game now this is actually a game that i'm really excited about and people have been talking so much smack about because one of these teams is ranked in the top 10 and one of these teams is not it is number seven utah in the swamp at unranked florida at 7 p.m on saturday i don't know dude i just don't know i i don't like utah i don't like utah especially as a top 10 team but I can only see it as them winning this. I don't think Florida has anything, to be honest, to come at them with. Uh, so I think I think Florida wins this one. Or and Utah. <laughs> yeah. This is the closest matchup that we have as far as FPI matchup predictor goes. It's 52.1% in Florida's favor. It's This is going to be a close game, I feel like. They still have Anthony Richardson at quarterback. Uh, Utah definitely did some reloading, brought a lot of players back. You may not like them. I'm excited about this game. I'm obviously picking Utah. Last episode, I picked Utah to win the Pac-12. I think they're going to do it again this year. Uh, and I think I think 
maybe they don't destroy Florida, but I think they pull it out in the swamp. So, uh, I mean, they almost they almost beat Ohio State, a loaded Ohio State team in a you know legendary game with Jackson Smith and Jigba. So either way, I think I think Utah pulls this out. I do not think Florida wins it. You know what's funny though is like the FPI is in Florida's favor, but the money line and stuff like that, like Vegas does not think Florida wins it. No. They got Utah by three. Utah by a field goal. And I can I can actually see that. I think that that's definitely possible. But that it's going to be a good game either way. Now, moving on to Sunday, because the college football forecast is five days this week. That's right. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. We're excited about it. So Sunday coming in, another game I'm excited about, actually. Uh, FSU, Florida State University at DBU, uh, <laughs> uh, Louisiana State University in the All-State Louisiana kickoff game at 7.30. Florida State at Louisiana State. Man, this is going to be – I feel like this is going to be a good game. I don't know. I really don't know. I think Florida State has been, has been upgrading a lot over the offseason. Um, I mean, in week zero, they had a game and they played phenomenal. Um, so, I mean, them against LSU, though, I don't know how it's going to turn out. Um, new coaching staff at LSU as well. But I got to pick LSU, man. It, it's hard for me to choose against the ACC, but I don't want to go with the safest bet, but it is the safest bet. I mean, FSU, they're in a rebuild. I think they're working their way up, and they're definitely going to be a good team within the next year or so. But LSU is already a level higher than they are. Yeah. So with this game, the FPI again, 72.5% in LSU's favor. Uh, I don't really think this is a tough one because FSU let Duquesne score a touchdown on them last week when it's literally like a high school team. I just don't think FSU has the defense to match up against LSU's offense, especially when they're returning so many guys from last year because, you know, FSU is basically doing this year what LSU did last year. So in the rebuilding. So, yeah, I'm with you, LSU, all the way. Uh, I still think it's going to be a good game. The betting line is... LSU by a field goal actually so so apparently Vegas Vegas thinks it's going to be a close game too which it honestly it probably will be a close game but we're about to about to find out on Sunday and finally moving on to Monday this is a game I feel like Joey wants to talk about a little bit actually it's a in-conference matchup number four Clemson at Georgia Tech the the another Chick-fil-a kickoff game part two <laughs> at 8 p.m. I was very close to going like just picking up a few people and just going to this game. But, you know, that would be hard. That would be very hard. Um, yeah. Um, but, you know, normally you look at Clemson and Georgia Tech and you're just like, well, this is an easy pick. Well, guess what? A sea lion chose Georgia Tech to beat Clemson. Like, what the heck, man? So now it's like all up and now I'm just kidding. I think Clemson wins this by far. There's too much talent. I hope that Cade Klubnick uh, gets to play a little bit of time, show his talent a little bit, because that man is going to be the man one day, and I'm so excited for it. Um, Will it be a close game like last season? I don't think so. No, that was scary, and that was just a bad season last season. And, you know, I, I just think that Georgia Tech don't know what's coming at them. Uh, even though it's in Atlanta, their hometown, SC, baby. 
Yeah, I was about to say Georgia Tech got the home field advantage, but nah, I don't see Georgia Tech winning this. FPI got them at 95. Vegas hasn't even put out a betting line for this yet. So <laughs> uh, they, they haven't even put like a, a spread. There's no spread yet, but uh, Pick Center is saying 36, point, or 36 to 13. Uh, in Clemson's favor. I, I do think that Georgia Tech has home field advantage, but Georgia Tech has home field advantage in a lot of games that they lose, so they don't really have an outstanding fan base. <laughs> um, and I don't think that last year's Clemson is this year's Clemson. I remember last year after they lost to Georgia and then after they lost to NC State, people were asking the question, you know, is the Dabo dynasty finished? No, absolutely not. Clemson had no O-line. Best defense in the country, no O-line. Freshman quarterback who really had no idea what he was doing. Or sophomore quarterback who had no idea what he was doing. Uh, And didn't even really get to sit behind Trevor Lawrence uh, in 2020 because, one, he had to play. And, two, Trevor Lawrence, like, had COVID half the season. So, I I, I don't think the Dabo Dynasty is gone. He's great at recruiting. Clemson's going to be fine. And I think that, I mean, honestly, they probably end up in the playoffs again this year we'll see what happens with that ACC schedule but ultimately I mean because the ACC is getting better NC State Pitt UNC even looked good against FAMU this past week I mean I I think the ACC is getting a lot better they're going to start to get more credit for what they're doing there um in that and now but that's good in Clemson's favor because now people won't say oh well Clemson plays a bunch of cupcakes because all the teams are getting good all the teams are getting better so I think, yeah, either way, Clemson wins this game. It's a great slate of college football games this week. Uh, we're super excited about it. Uh, come check us out, you know, see see our pick record, see how we did. Uh, our picks are going to be exactly the same because we chose every team the same this week, but it's, it's fine. Like it's easy. Yeah, I think it was easy decisions this week, but yeah. big matchups. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we got some big matchups in week two, so <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Uh, but honestly, yeah, we're just excited for college football to be back and we're excited to be back talking about it. Yeah. Likewise. And always remember, no matter what team you pull for, if you're on God's side, you're always on the winning team. Just know that Romans five, eight says that while we were still sinners, God sent his son to die for us, to prove his love for us, not because of how great and you know amazing we were, but because we were sinners who needed saving. Just know that God loves you. He wants a relationship with you and just know that you know, he's there for you. We're here for you. We're praying for our listeners. And uh, if you ever need anything, you know where to find us. Come hit us up and uh, come back next Friday for episode two of season three of TBD CFB. Okay. Well, we're going to get going. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, heck yeah. Bye bye. Later. Later.